0: Three, two, 1, Welcome back to the Bushnell Project, helping folks to get more into God's Word, and hopefully to helping us to be better parents, better spouses, better people. And so we are moving forward in Genesis. Genesis, the very first book of the Bible, and we're looking at the story of Joseph now. And so toward the end of Genesis, and we're in chapter forty-four, and Joseph is going to keep toying with his brothers. Uh, He seems to have become quite the bully or the meanie, but let's be fair. They did sell him into slavery and tell his dad he was dead. So let's let's be graceful to Joseph, shall we? And also there's a, a lot of cultural aspects to this. He is the number two guy in all of the kingdom, really in all of the world. Very, very powerful and so here come his brothers who need food and he is uh they don't know who he is and so Joseph is uh I think having a little bit of fun here but he is also very much wanting to be reunited with them and with his father so chapter 44 this is right after they've had their fun little lunch together then he commanded the steward of his house fill the men's sacks with food, as much as they can carry, and put each man's money in the mouth of his sack, and put my cup and silver cup in the mouth of the sack of the youngest, with his money for the grain. And he did as Joseph told him. As soon as the morning was light, the men were sent away with their donkeys. So their donkeys have been fed, they've been fueled up, their vehicles have been fueled, their trucks are full with food and more things than they realize, and they're being sent on their way home. Of course, they need to get home with the food because everybody at home is very, very hungry. So, them leaving is also on their mind. Um, verse 4. They had gone only a short distance from the city. Now, Joseph said to his seward, Up, follow after the men, and when you overtake them, say to them, Why have you repaid evil for good? Is it not from... This that my Lord drinks, and by this that he practices deviation. You have done evil in in doing this. Verse 6. When he overtook them, he spoke to them these words. And they said to him, Why does my Lord speak such words as these? Far be it from your servants to do such a thing. Behold, the money that we found in the mouths of our sacks, we brought back to you from the land of Canaan. How then could we steal silver or gold from your Lord's house? Whichever of your servants is found with it shall die. And we also will be my Lord's servants. He said, Let it be as you say. He who is found with it shall be my servant, and the rest of you shall be innocent. Then each man quickly lowered a sack to the ground, and each man opened a sack. And he searched, beginning with the eldest, and ending with the youngest. And the cup was found in Benjamin's sack, then they tore their clothes, and every man loaded his donkey, and they returned to the city. when Judah, his brother when Judah and his brothers came to Joseph's house, he was still there. They fell before him to the ground. Joseph said to them, "What deed is this that you have done? Do you not know that a man like me can indeed practise deviation um, and Judah said. What shall we say to my Lord? What shall we speak? Or how can we clear ourselves? God has found out the guilt of your servants. Behold, we are my servants. We are my Lord's servants, both we and he also in whose hand the cup has been found. But he said, far be it from me that I should do so. Only the man in whose hand the cup was found shall be my servant. But as for you, go Go up in peace to your father. <clears throat> now this is getting long, but let me uh, finish this one thing with Judah. Then Judah went up to him and said, O my Lord, please let your servant speak a word in my Lord's ears. And let not your servant burn against your servant. And let not your anger burn against your servant. For you are like Pharaoh himself. My Lord asked the servant, saying, Have, your fa- have you a father or a brother? And we said to my Lord, "'We have a father, an old man, and a younger brother, the child of his old age. His brother is dead, and he alone is left to his mother's, of his mother's children, and his father loves him. Then you said to your servants, "'Bring him down to me, that I may set my eyes on him.' And we said to my Lord, "'The boy cannot leave his father, for if he should leave his father, his father would die.'" Then you said to your servants, unless she, the youngest brother comes down with you, you shall not see my face again. When we went back to your servant, my father, we told him the words of my Lord. And when our father said, go again, buy us little food, we said we cannot go down if our youngest brother goes, unless we cannot go down. If our younger brother, if our youngest brother goes with us, then we can go for we cannot see the man's Man we cannot see the man's face unless our youngest brother is with us. Then your servant, my father, said to us, You know that my wife bore me two sons. One left me, and I said surely he has born he has been torn to pieces, and I have never seen him since. If you take this one from me and harm happens to him, you will bring down my grey hairs and evil to Shoal. Now, therefore, please let your servant remain instead of the boy as a servant to my Lord and let the boy go back with his brothers. For how can I go back to my father if the boy is not with me? I fear to see the evil that would find my father. All right. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about Judah stepping up. Judah has been stepping up as a leader. Here he really does step up. He stepped up to get his father to let Benjamin come. And now he is going, oh, crud, they got it. And so he is stepping in, but he's stepping in and saying, look, take my life instead and let the boy go. Now he mentions some other things that we need to understand here. Their sin has found them out. And Joseph knows that they didn't steal anything. So when Judah is confessing, our sin has found us out. Joseph is probably putting two and two together, and he knows that Judah is talking about the fact that they sold their brother into slavery. That is the sin that has found them out. And they do not know that they are in Joseph's presence, but they know they are in the presence of God. You are never not in the presence of God. So they are not in the presence of God because they're in the presence of Joseph. Don't be confused by that. But God sees all things, and the, the day of reckoning is coming and so that is what Judah and all of his brothers are probably thinking, except for Benjamin. All you know, all of them are thinking, "Oh, here we go. You know, we did that to Joseph, and so now we're going to become slaves ourselves, right here in Egypt. And our father is going to be heartbroken as Benjamin becomes a slave too, who is not guilty of the sin of selling Joseph into slavery." So a lot is going on here, and it's just, uh, you know, there's Joseph's continuing to do this trickery the the this word um of divination so it's like witchcraft or being able to see the thoughts of people and that they're practicing divination and so they knew that they had stolen this these cups well they don't know they put them there so they're not actually practicing that but they are being tricky they're toying with these guys and so this is the Bible, not, this is not the Bible saying we should toy with people. This is uh, way different from that. But anyways, it's, it's a great story. It continues and we'll continue next time with chapter 45. But there we go. Chapter 44 of Genesis, done. God bless you guys. Have a great day.